Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Doug, why don't you take, a, take in a, a little taste right now? Well, I guess we could all have some beer. Yeah, bad idea. Yeah, I haven't had a beer in a while. Cracking open a six pack right now. Yeah, to see what the world is. Yeah, if we did, it would be a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, because the sponsor of the studios and the uh, Jerry Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship and the upcoming Lemmings Open, Uh, and we are in our Munganas, St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota. Seven o'clock hour. Timothy, Michael McCurney, Douglas Selvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy, Stroh, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you on the program. Come on in. Uh, the water is warm today. It's fun. It feels good in here. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I brushed up against one of you, but I, I couldn't tell who that was. But I like it. Hmm. I felt like it was you. No. Uh-uh. Well, I'm going to brush up against everybody today oh. and uh, grind on you. And oh. you can text in at uh, the EDF group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling email the day, Doug. And St. Louis is no longer the home of the only team in last place in the National League Central as the Cardinals continue this heater. They are 5-2 in their last seven, 41-53 on the season, and now tied for last place with the Pittsburgh Pirates. What happened to them? How do you do? Well, would it rain on your balloon parade if I told you that there's still 11 out and 11 out in the wild card race? Condemnation all day. Okay. All right. Well, I, I don't see it happening. They are playing better, getting better pitching. But, boy, there's a long haul to go. They'd have to pull a, a Blues in 2019 to come from. Or a Cardinals in 2011. Were they in last place in 2011? No, but they were... 74 games back. They weren't 74 Look out. Look it up. You sound like it was 78 to play, which is That's correct. that was that was I, a heater. I know it was a comeback. I I guess in hindsight, I didn't remember it was quite that right. dramatic. Good morning. That comes from sex. Oh gosh, you're horny. Nice one. That's from uh, I'd go ahead and sex. Block him. He's, he looks like he's new, Jackson. Too welcome. Come on, Jackson, blocking. Your bottom burner phone. Why would that be on me? Because you're the one, you're the one with your hand on that control. Oh, you added somebody? No, he just ended the text with sex. No, I got a DM. I got a DM the other day. Iggy, I've been trying to get on the fan page for four months. Can you help me out? 
No. That's when you know. Why wouldn't you help him? Was it from sex? How can I, how can I help him? I, I can't Put get in a good on. word for him. That's when you know he's already been vetted and denied. <laughs> That's a fair assumption. I will tell you that. But if you go to the TMA fan page, Doug, this is kind of like the country club board where you decide whether or not uh, they, they get into yeah. the club and experience the magic. Here's here's the here's the purgatory. You see, there's a lot of people. Uh, Damn pay. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. My brother-in-law tried for about four months to get on before he was finally admitted on. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, the, the point being, it's just not something that... Uh, it's an elite group. And some yeah, people God, just oh, don't have now it. That, now that I'm scrolling, I just realized how many people are uh, in the uh, in the purgatory. Now, yeah. And how pissed are the people that they hear about all the awesome stuff that happens on the fan page? I guess oh, they may be yeah. angry. Yeah. I can spend some time today and let some people in so I stop getting DMs. You get a lot of DMs about people wanting to get into the fan page. If, if you're, if you're, gonna be if you're banty and you can't get in yet, you're just, you've been banished to the rooster's nest. I, for whatever reason, was blocked from the fan page, and it really pissed me off. <laughs> you and several others. about 25 percent of the, uh, mm-hmm. the scroll downs. Seven ten a.m. and Orange Julius is already making up his stories. We will get learned before eight a.m. today. That's from Mr. Slave. He is placing a wager. Why would I lie about that? <laughs> it is hey, I'm going to lie about somebody DM me about being on the fan page today. I don't know. I, I don't know. Who would your favorite uh, personality be at the Hubbard Studios? <laughs> no, you just go to me into it. Oh, uh, you know. No, the question's wide open. Doug, that's insider trading. What you're doing right now? Well, everybody's my favorite. I'm all of my co-hosts or co-hosts and my co-workers are favorites. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's when you but, say, Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? <laughs> that's a fair I mean, question. That's one of the best questions ever. <laughs> you can just imagine the guy at the other end of the line. Is he really asking you this? I mean, was, was he doing really that? Do well, you think he was doing that to piss him off? Oh, mad have- or it was just a legitimate question? That he's just that dumb? I think he's... A little of both, but you can't ask that and not expect it. Just a ridiculous no, reaction. I had an axe to grind or something. He did a terrible failure. What was it? Like something. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to do the interview, and they said, "No, you do this interview." I don't like scientific stuff. No, <laughs> it's too hard. Guys, two out hits make me climax. My sheets are a mess. That's from Danny Tanner. <laughs> oh, gosh, come on, Tanner. Oh. 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 Well, Doug, you can tell this uh, market is excited about Ryan Tapera. Yeah, I think they sent the signal to the rest of baseball that the Cardinals aren't playing. They're not sellers. They are in this for the long haul. And they brought him in last night, and he got through two-thirds of an inning before they had to take him out. There you go. He did give up a run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plaza, so, uh, maybe Plaza, this is one of your uh, one of your big pickups. Guy at 35 years old, ERA is seven. Let's sign him. It's just a little table setter, is what we I, I told the, the boys, yeah. Tim and uh, Doug, beforehand. It just get ready for some big acquisitions. This is just the start. We're winning this. Yeah, it shoots a big missile across the bow of the rest of the league. That's for sure. <laughs> Warning signals mm-hmm. to all the contenders. We ain't playing. 
Why is Doug a doubter? I am all in on this club. That comes from sex, but oh. it actually is Stephen Wildwood, and he's oh, taking sex's name. Okay. Sex. Well, I just don't see it. I, I held out hope for a long time when they were, you know, six, seven, eight games out for a month and a half. I thought, you know, they're only three or four wins in a row from being four or five out, and it certainly wouldn't give up at that point. But they're 11 games back. 11 with virtually the whole league in front of them for the wild card spot and, what, three teams still ahead of them in the Central. And I don't know where... It's going to be a third-place ball club by the end of the week. Just you wait and see. Well... And I don't know where this was on our show prep meeting in terms of what bullet point this was. Six. Six, okay. Um, But the Carlson thing, when they came out and said when O'Neal comes off the I.L., they handle players so poorly... They, they demanded he wasn't on the trade market last year. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was saying he's slotted in there for, you know, his Cardinal career. And, like, 200 days later, he is now the fourth outfielder for a guy who can't even stay healthy on the field. I don't get what they're doing. So maybe it won't be as uh, positive of a second half as I think. My theory on that with regards to... Carlson is they are attempting to quote unquote showcase Tyler O'Neill, who will not be a part of this ball club within the next two weeks. That is my theory. But I would imagine they would like to try Dylan, trade Dylan Carlson as well. So good night last night. Um, Carlson's an everyday outfielder hitting 243 with five home runs. What don't you like about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. His rookie year, you look like he was going to be a 20, you know, 75 cap guy. I think I've heard this theory floated out there that being a switch hitter, most of the time he bats left-handed, and he's just not a very good left-handed hitter. I know. No, he's a no, pretty good right-handed hitter. That if he just hit right-handed, he might be a better player. Uh, John Mazalock spoke with the media yesterday to talk about what the plans are for the trade deadline. Uh, and then Derek Gould was on Jason Stark's podcast. Doug, it's called, do you know? Uh, Stark in the morning. Not bad. I like that. It's like Mitch in the morning, producer yeah. Joe show. Stark contrast. Not bad at all either. Oh, wow. Gosh. There's some ideas. A stark truth. Stark it up. Starkville. Starkville. Okay. Tribute to the Mississippi south, State. Yeah, in the south it's Starkville. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, so we'll have some clips uh, from Starkville as well. Here is John Mazelik on how far into the future this uh, club is looking at the trade deadline, which is fast approaching. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, you know, we're not looking just for simply like a ball depth. Um, you know, if we can find talent that we think can help um, emerge in 2024, that would be great. 2025, I wouldn't rule that out either, but 2026 seems a long way away. Uh, here is uh, what he said if the team gets on a heater, how it could impact what their thought process is for the trade deadline. All right. Hit that lever clip, too. Clip two. Clip two, Doug. Clip two. I would say probably not at this point. Um, you know, I think where we are and, and, and where we are in the standings is going to make it very difficult to change that. Um, it's not to say that if we, you know, won eight straight, you, you know, you might take a pause in how you think about something, but. Um, I would say from our standpoint on how we're thinking about using our energy and time right now, it, it won't change. Okay. So I think that's something that's important for people to hear. And I like what the thought process is at the moment, 
as he said, things can change. But while there is a 5% chance per fan graphs of the Cardinals making the playoffs, uh, that, of course, means that there is a 95% chance that they won't. And therefore, to operate on the mathematical equivalent of hitting a two-outer in poker uh, would be irresponsible. So now they will proceed with looking to sell. So how does that look? Uh, here is what he said, what the priority is. This is sound bite number three. This yeah. is three, Plowsy. Now hit the lever. Well, I definitely think we're going to treat the trading deadline as pitching, 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 right? Now, that's not to say we're going to ignore a position player that you know, may be, like, just uber great. And mm-hmm. so we have to be you know, cognizant of that. But I think the goal would be to address as much pitching as possible. Doug, pitching? Pitching? Right. And pitching. Well, that's what you would expect, I guess. I don't think he said anything there that's surprising uh, in in nature that the fact that he actually came out and said that probably not this year, that that's pretty kind of surprising that he would say that. I, I, I think we all understand that that's the case, but usually he doesn't come right out and say that. Because usually they haven't been in this spot yeah. in his yeah. era. There have been some years that didn't look to be world championship years, uh, 16, 17 18 and they held serve but uh this year it's so far back that it just would be listen it could it happen of course it could happen but again the math is five percent now what about paul goldschmidt no Arnato? here is what he had to say oh, doug this is soundbite four before we got it it's four i don't have any intentions of, of trading anybody like them um but you know like again like when you have if you're if you're willing to like listen on anything you you have to understand, but I doubt that would happen in any scenario at this point, but not ruling anything out at the moment, but I mean, both those guys have complete no trades, and, um, you know, I think from their standpoint, they really just want to know directionally what we look like for next year. For the record, Derek Gould on Starkville, and I don't know if this is one of our sound bites, it doesn't look like it, um, said specifically uh, he does not expect either one to be traded and he thinks that they finish both of their careers as Cardinals. Yeah, well, I hope so. But that was one of my favorite Mo clips because he wasn't defensive, wasn't, you know, he didn't slam the door shut, I guess I would say. Um, I like how he's going to listen to everything because I, I, I didn't mind the Montgomery-Quintana additions. I'm hoping they're better additions this go-round in terms of getting pitching. I'm not for sure if they're looking at a Giolito or you know, what the size and scale of the pitching, pitching, pitching will be. But I do like that he didn't slam the door on anyone. And I kind of like that it kind of shows that outside of Walker, probably nobody is untradeable. Um, so he kind of left that open a little bit, maybe a wow trade that could get Goldschmidt out of there. But yeah. I liked it. One that stuck out to me was when he said, as far as making trades, looking toward 2024 and possibly maybe looking toward 2025, which is kind of a hint that, you know, it may be a rebuild. Or you could get guys we on We may not be looking at guys that are going to take us over the hump next year. Yeah. Well, they certainly have to rebuild the pitching staff. There's no question about they that. They have to build Miles a Michael pitching Michael and staff. Steven Matz under contract yeah. for 2024. And if you watched that uh, press conference, uh, he made a joke about how there's three spots available. Um 
who's laughing about it in the sense that you had pitchers this past offseason who were hesitant to come to St. Louis because they didn't feel like there was a spot available. And he said, I wasn't going to lie and tell them that there was. Now, you, of course, look at that now and you go, oh, my God, can you imagine not thinking that there was a spot available? But in their minds, they thought that they had a rotation, albeit a, a middling one, which was certainly discussed in advance of the season. With this year, there's no question that there are spots available, and so it changes that. And he did say that they're going to have to go into the free agent market uh, to tend to it because you have three spots. You can't acquire three starting pitchers uh, and not have what happened in April of this year where you created that innings deficit so early on that you could never really pay back and also the standings deficit that you could never really pay back. So they will be... Uh, so he says, proactive there. And here is what he had to say regarding not getting pitching this past off season. This is John Mazalek, soundbite five. Hit the lever, Plowsy, five. It's a fair question. I think I would I, I would add more starting pitching. I would add more bullpen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, again, like we thought the rule of five was going to help us in the bullpen. We yeah. thought Zeninga was going to help us in the bullpen. We thought Dakota Hudson might be someone that could you know, give us some innings in, in, in the rotation. Like, okay, so a lot of the decisions we made just haven't worked out, A, from injury, or B, from performance. And um, you've heard me talk before. I mean, you never have enough depth. I mean, we always know that. Um, but, you know, clearly this year it uh, it, it, it screamed it. You know, and back to Mosellock. And to say they have two pitchers coming back next year, that means you're counting on Mats to be one of them. That's yeah. correct. And what's he done to deserve a that's and Libertor were going to be penciled in even this offseason. You were looking at maybe the rotation for next year. Yeah. I, is he penciled in? I mean, I is anyone outside no. of Michaelis penciled in? I didn't love that one because he was very condescending when asked about pitching in the offseason. You know, the famous, will we have six starting pitchers? Yeah. So, like, he, he talks about, oh, well, injuries and performance. Well, that's kind of where he's that, – that's his job to notice – injuries like that are going to happen i mean you need more than just six and that that quote was a little condescending at the time because he didn't feel like he had six it was one of them wainwright was out for two months well he did mention that that you know starting pitching we can't uh, say well you may start we have six but we'll sign two more and you guys may start you don't know no, nobody wants to come here no. if you don't think you're going to start no I would think the, the the plan might be to to trade for two, get two starters for next year in trades, and maybe get a free agent. And then you're hoping Mats or Libertor or Hudson or somebody can step up and be a fifth starter. That that would seem to be a reasonable plan, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that that is likely the direction it goes yeah. with the currency being outfielders, and of course, Flaherty and Montgomery. Now, interestingly enough, uh, Derek Gould on Jason Stark's podcast uh, said something that caught me off guard as I was listening to it this morning. Uh, first off, let's start with what he thinks the trade deadline will look like, and then I'll play the soundbite that uh, that caught me off guard. Uh, this is soundbite six. Derek Gould on Jason Stark's podcast. It's called Starkville. I heard that. Yeah, hit the lever phone. Uh, what do you expect the Cardinals to do in the next two weeks as the trade deadline approaches? Well, I think for the first time, they'll spin the dial forward and see what they can do now to help them tomorrow, which has not really been the approach here. They've often been at the trade deadline, a team that can make a move now to help them yesterday. 
Um, you think about the last few years, is they needed pitching, they needed pitching in June, and then come along the trade deadline, they made trades for pitching to kind of cover the innings. And that did help catapult them along with some other things um, into the postseason. This year, the postseason's far away. I, I made the point the other day, and I probably could craft the sentence a little bit better, but the <laughs> sense that October feels a long way away for the Cardinals as the trade deadline approaches, and that's probably a message that they need to look at October 2024, not 2023, and use what they have here and the market that's going to develop for pitchers, for relievers, for those kind of players to answer some of the questions for 2024. They have a robust offense. They have a strong lineup. Um, they have a lineup who's put up eight runs, seven runs, rather consistently here over the last couple of weeks. Um, the problem is they have a losing record in those games, and that tells you exactly <laughs> where they need help and can they pull it off at the trade deadline? Can they do a deal at the deadline that they are usually known for doing in the winter where they make a move for a guy who has control, who offers up an answer for a hole in their, in their roster? Can they do that? And that's what they're going to spend their time trying to figure out. What do you think, Doug? Okay. Well, yeah, that all makes sense to me. So he was asked about uh, Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery, and here's what he had to say. This is Derek Gould on Starkville. All right. Again, leave. Leave him, please. Jack and, and Jordan, I think one stays and one likely goes. I think, you, I think you probably have a split there. I'm real eager to see who commands the best offer, um, Flaherty or Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery has been very consistent, but here recently – you can already – I talked to a few teams, and you can already hear them dreaming about what Jack Flaherty can do if he's at peak. And overpaying for that is definitely what the Cardinals would welcome. So um, they're going to have to get beat um, above the qualifying offer. And, you know, they, the Cardinals, you know, they they wish that they could have the best years of, of Flaherty and not the best return of Flaherty. And that's, that's really the dilemma that they're going to be in. Um, but I think one stays, one goes. So what that tells me, and I want to see if you agree with this, Doug, right. is if he thinks that's the case, then the logic would tell me that either they're going to trade Montgomery and then attempt a qualifying offer and then get the, the pick back on Flaherty, or they will actually attempt to sign one of them beyond the year yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, I'd like to see him sign Montgomery. Flaherty's shoulder concerns me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how many years and how many tens of millions of dollars you're going to gamble on that shoulder holding out. And maybe he's good and we'll never have another issue the rest of his career. That doesn't seem like the likely scenario. I agree with you again. But I think Montgomery has shown that uh, he can be a, a top-of-the-rotation type of guy. I would, I would risk it on him over at this point. Montgomery is represented by Scott Boris. He said at the outset of the season he did not want to discuss contract extension beyond this year um, with the Cardinals during the season. So they have not, per Derek Gould, I was reading his chat yesterday, have not had conversations of substance since the start of the season. But uh, I would agree with you. If you gave me a choice between the two, certainly. I think most people, I think most people would say Flaherty's upside is higher than Montgomery's, but his floor is done. Mm -hmm. And Montgomery's floor, therefore, is higher. But I don't know what Montgomery's appetite would be to go, let me see if we can get something done here 
and uh, and would they like to try to knock that out over the next 10 days to make sure that by not trading him, they are putting themselves in a spot that uh, they know that he is coming back. Because to me, there's no point in, in keeping either one of them if you're not operating on the premise that you are going to have them under contract for 2024. If they could trade them both and get young, uh, hot, major league ready starting pitchers right now under control for a few years, I think you'd, you'd have to do it. <clears throat> now, you're not going you to get anybody's star, but you might get, you know, the the best guy they got a triple A or a young guy who looks like he's about to blossom. See, I don't like that play at all. That not only shows rebuild of the fan, but that also is a huge rep. That's what you did with Libertor. You know, you got that young arm that everybody talks about as a top 50 prospect, and don't, don't always pan out. I, I would love to do Luke well, What contender is going to give you one of their best pitchers for there a guy who's no, going to be a free agent in two months? Not going to be. That's why you go to Luke Giolito and the White Sox. Maybe you can get him for five for, you know, 140 in the offseason. You're taking a risk, so you may not have to overpay. because That's just he, one, but you need four starting pitchers. I agree. Eduardo Rodriguez, he's signed, but he has a player option for the Tiger. Does he want to play in Detroit? He's 29. You could give him a five-year deal as well. And so you're going to have to pay money. If you're talking pitching, 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 you need to fill out, you know, two, three, and four in the rotation at least. And Michaelis, if you could get him slid down to two or three, that's way more comfortable a position for him. I, I, th- I think you trade not for these young guys because it just – those are 50-50 coin flips. I'd rather have somebody that, you know, wanting to get paid in the offseason, you're willing to give a little bit. Cause the White, he's not signing with the White Sox. Do the White Sox have the option of taking prospects or taking nothing? So you have the upper hand there. Yeah, but, but you can throw money at the best in the game, and the Texas Rangers certainly learned that, signing DeGrom. He's been no use to him at all this year. You just, don't, you just don't know. So if you can get young guys that don't have quite as many miles on, on the engine that look like they're going to be really good, really good pitchers, I, I don't think that's necessarily a horrible way to go. Sometimes you do hit a Libertor, and he's not very good, but sometimes you get a DeGrom, who you pay a fortune for and can't pitch. Here is uh, what Derek Gould said the Cardinals could do to make this a quick <clears throat> turnaround. It's the labor plowsy. The Cardinals are in a spot where their needs are very clear for how they can rapidly turn things around. And again, their division is um, polite enough to let them. I don't know how else to put that. It's a very... <laughs> Very courteous division. It's a very Midwestern division. They have lots of hospitality in this division. No one really wants to shut the door on anyone. It's just, it's very polite. Um, but uh, because of that, the Cardinals can reframe, restock, even reimagine their pitching rotation and go from a team that is pitching poor and has an innings deficit, pitching performance poor, I should say, to a team that then has a strength or consistency in that rotation. And that's enough to win a division here. And they do it the right way. And that's enough to contend in 2024. And that has to be their compass. Yeah, well, that's if they hit on all the moves that they make. Yeah, you could turn it around if the moves you make turn out to be winners. You know, if you sign several free agents who really struggled, the Brett Cecil types, Mike Leake types, and we could go on and on, Andrew Miller and all the money they spend on free agents, and they and they don't pan out. Then you're no better off than you are now. Give me an example of eight. Well, I gave you, you probably three. could actually. <clears throat> Do you I agree? Mean, you really could if you go back to like 2012. Do you agree that you know? Granted, they're going to try to get pitching before the trade deadline, but they're going to have to do something in the free agent market at the end of the year. Yes. 
Yeah, I think so. I, like I said, I, I think if you could trade for two guys that you could pencil in as starters next year, probably young guys, not household names, but young guys on the way up, and then go out and get a maybe a front-of-the-rotation type guy in free agency would cost you a fortune. But I think they could probably do that and be okay. I don't know. I'd rather just go big or go home. What would you like him to do? Uh, spend good money this offseason. I mean, I, the trades, I don't know. I don't know who's available. I don't have the insight on teams. So trade, I, I don't know what players are going to be on the trade market. So that, that's hard. But, in, I mean, in terms of free agents, there's it's top-heavy. But you're probably going to have to give an extra year like you did to Wilson Contreras to get him here. So you're willing How'd that to, turn out? You're willing to give Julio Urias, who's 26. Yeah. Had a, I mean, he's had a great career so far. But he could have want $200 million. Oh, You wanted yeah. to do that when he's having kind of an off year. You wanted to give Luca Giolito, you know, $28, $27, 26000000 million a year for five or six years. Those no. are the decisions Pozellic will have to make, and typically he doesn't go that route. So I'm, I, I'm wondering what the second option would be because you can't do the Stephen Matz, Mike Leak tours again. You just can't, and that looks like if you're not going – for the top end guys, you're going to be looking at the Stephen Matz types, and I, I, I'm so sick of seeing a bunch of threes and fours in a rotation. You also, My, uh, sorry, go ahead. You also have Gordon Graceffo right now in AAA, who, yeah, after his shoulder injury, has come back pretty good. Yeah, you have a couple of good arms down there. I'm just wondering how close they are, or how soon they'd want to be called up to. Those are on a pedestal right now, and putting them in the majors is not really Mosellock's strong suit. My uh, favorite deal that they that they could make, but maybe it's a 1% chance that they could make it, would be to trade away Wilson Contreras uh, and, and do whatever you can to do that. I would love that because I think that can be a real obstacle in addition to the, the short-term and potentially long-term pitching issues they may have. Uh, I think to free up those dollars or a portion of those dollars, I don't know if they're going to be able to free them all up, would be wonderful. And uh, the timing is perfect on Jack Flaherty and Wilson Contreras. Contreras is hitting 500 in the month of July, 13 for 26, three home runs, a 1.618 OPS. How about that in the month of July? I mean, he's been on fire. fire. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know if it's even on the radar, but that would be the one, similar to Alan Craig, unloading what you see as an albatross. And I realize, well, why would another team take that on? And the other team may be of the opinion, we can get him right over here, he can catch over here and serve as a DH. But I don't know if that would be, I don't know if there's any market for it. This is 100% my uh, idea, theory. It's not like anybody is reporting this, but that would be something that I would absolutely love because I feel like that is going to be a roadblock. You have a DH in Contreras who catches, I don't even know how many, what the percentage of games he's catching these days, but it certainly is not, you know, Sean Murphy, which goes yeah. without saying, or back in the day, the out of your Molina kind of role. I agree yeah. with you, but are you happy with Herrera? A rookie being your starter. I am happy with not committing $87.5 million to dead money. That's what I am happy with. That is that can kill an organization, especially one that I believe is also navigating their television revenue situation. So if you can tend to the balance sheet, tend to it. And that is dead money. Well, with any luck, some contending teams will, will lose a catcher or two to injury and a couple starting pitchers to injury here in the next 
week or so. And then you got some leverage, I guess. I just even if you don't want to go in full rebuild mode next year, you may not have an option, depending on the the Bailey's money, um, how big of issue with that. And if you have to fill out three rotate in the rotation, that that even if you go minimum ten twelve million each on a guy, I mean you're you're giving a lot of contracts to think that should have already been addressed last off season. So at least offense is kind of there. But you still have a log jam, so you gotta you gotta trade one of the utility guys. You have to trade an outfielder or two. I just hope it's the right one. <laughs> Again, and sometimes yeah, don't, don't we all? Yeah. Well, well I mean, Car- Carlson and O'Neill, I think it, Derek said this in the podcast, are both live to go. I mean, there's it's just the idea. I mean, God, what kind of money would you put a hundred to one that they're both here in two weeks? I mean, it's yeah, not likely. It's a. Uh, I think O'Neill is up to showcase for teams and uh can't recall which writer i saw yesterday tweet about the yankees interest in carlson so the yankees outfield could just be a bunch of former cardinals yeah and when he gets back aaron judge (laughs) (laughs) he'd be the the better of the three your opinion Mm, uh you can give your thoughts by texting an edf group text inbox we would like to tell you about a wonderful sponsor on the program illinois recovery center the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. It's Armand Ganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com is where you will find Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And you can also call or text the secret number of 314-252-0029 and work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganas, and all of the wonderful people at Munganas Sales and their service department. So even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, get your car serviced at Munganast. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, official automotive provider of TMA, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. And a new uh, QFTA is up. Doug, uh, a listener, wanted a deep dive on Jackson. And oh, that's, Jackson. What, that's what they wanted. Oh, damn. Yeah. What did they find out? Jackson, Uh-oh. what did they find out about you? Oh, just like a like a brief little history about my uh, tenure with the program, and uh, I gave it to him best I could. Kind of my favorites, least favorite things, um, misconceptions, uh, plans for the future, all good stuff. So check it out. Did they dive into your privileged upbringing in Ladue? <laughs> privileged upbringing. <laughs> no, no, no. Avoid that. That'll be in my. Uh, it's part two, the remix. That'll be in my retrospective coming out. Ooh, next I didn't year. know it was a retrospective. We yeah. did a deep dive on Weezer. Twenty-five-year-old retrospective. And Weezer was never the same after that. Yeah. <laughs> Should have charged that guy. It sounded like a sound story. No, it was it was a it was a good discussion. Tim and I were both very much vocal in it. Doug, it's a deep dive. Is, is there anything that people wouldn't have known that that came out? Uh, I think it was more not necessarily about his life so much as. Being a longtime listener to the show, when you start listening to the show, 2014-ish? Yeah. 13-ish? 14. 14. Uh, and then now working on the program in a similar vein to, to KG and O-Town. Uh, but, I mean, Jackson was listening to it when you were in high school. Yep. 
Absolutely. Did Driving your parents try to tell you not to listen to it? No, my dad's the one who showed me the show. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeffrey B. Oh. My brother, too. And how old were you in 2014? Uh, 15, I guess, oh. when I started listening. Uh, yeah. And I drive. And then when I turned 16, I'd drive to school and listen to AM radio. I was probably the only student listening to <laughs> AM radio on the way to school. Oh, yeah. Well, your yeah, Bentley got AM. <laughs> no, it was a 1997 Pathfinder. Yeah, exactly. Key to Kingdom Come. Oh. You could, pick us, you could pick us up in the car? What was that? You could pick us up in the car? Uh, it was staticky, but uh, a lot of power lines there on Warson Road, mm. so sometimes it would get difficult, but mm. power right through that. All right. And the other kids there, they didn't have AM radio. <laughs> I don't know if they realized they had it, but they certainly did. Uh, Mr. 63011 is res- uh, requesting a deep dive on Iggy's, quote, laptop update. He says there's a lot of activity on his phone this morning. Was said laptop sold on FaceBat Marketplace. That's from Mr. 63011. Dougie has a very fast golf cart at Meadowbrook. Yes, he does. I haven't been on my phone since I walked in, so I don't know what the you're The laptop, I, Mr. 63011, I don't know if you can see it on YouTube. I don't know if you're watching Wrapped on YouTube. Up. The laptop is sitting right there. Did you ever get Apple downloaded on that to that laptop? Yeah, I think it's good to go. Is it? Okay. Do you use it very often? Every once in a while. When I need to, but I haven't been on my phone since the show started, so to say that I've been on my phone a lot today, it's kind of stupid. You got to sue him for slander. Very stupid. Yeah. Mr. 6311, consider yourself on notice. Mm-hmm. You can almost do with a good cell phone what you can do with a laptop. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. Because I don't do a lot of documents and things like that. Spreadsheets. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't do a lot of those. You're mostly so. involved with the financials with the Hubbard... Uh, media group in Minneapolis. Yeah, I try to make them money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my parents listened to the show on days when I interned. They were not impressed. No. That's from Brian Hench and Doug, and now he covers the Colts. I can imagine they were not. Mm-mm. Probably serious-minded people said, what is this nonsense? What has happened to our son? Next thing we know, he'll be writing for the Indianapolis Star. Where did we go wrong? We gave him every opportunity to succeed, and he chose a life in the media. He's a drifter. I started listening into the show in 2004 in my dorm room at St. Louis University. The radio didn't get the best signal, but I was still able to make it work. The girls on my floor thought it was very hot. Mm. It's from Eric in the Central West End, and you played Native American ball with his dad. I did. I played Indian ball with his dad. Yeah. A lot of times when I would walk into class in Mizzou, girls would take off their headphones and be like, oh, did you catch that segment? Yeah. Yeah. Email the day today. And it's nice that we have them all scammed and believing the problem was their radio. It wasn't our signal. It was their radio. I love going to journalism school, and, you know, all the girls are obviously jealous when you're lugging around this huge tripod case oh, and dragging the camera case as well, Eddie along Robert, with the backpack, yeah. going straight uphill. They're like, mm-hmm. wow, that looks He's lucrative. Looks lucrative. <laughs> lucrative is the word. Doug, uh, you can experience a lucrative existence by working with the homeloanexpert.com. His name is Ryan well, you Kelly. Could. Yeah, maybe you want to buy a home. Maybe you've got that kind of lucidity. <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> I like that. I, I don't think so. Buying a home can be a daunting task right now in this current market. Inventory near record lows, prices near record highs. It's not a good combination, but homes are still going quickly, so you need to be ready. Don't miss out on your dream home. Let Ryan Kelly and the Home Loan Experts help you get a leg up on the competition. Make the process of buying a home fun 
and less stressful. The home loan experts can pre-approve you the day you call in and get a 10-day closing guarantee. Realtors who accept offers love that. Even if you're considering buying a new home, call Ryan Kelly and the home loan experts. Let them educate you so you don't miss out on your dream home when it hits the market. It all starts at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you so much, the gentleman we call Sir Mortgage. That's right. Uh, the title sponsor of this program online at the home loan expert. Dot com. Now, once you get uh, your home with Ryan Kelly, now get it insured with James Carlton. He was in studio yesterday. What a wonderful segment. Uh, talking about the return on investment he has experienced since advertising on the show. James Carlton is my insurance agent. He is the Plowhawks insurance agent, and it is easy to talk about him. But if you don't believe us, fine. Go read the 319 five-star reviews he has when you type in James Carlton Insurance in Google, and you will see the kind of response that people have to the service he provides. Insurance should be viewed through the same prism of financial advisor, car dealership. You want to work with somebody you trust and you know is going to provide great customer service, and that's exactly what James and his staff do for everyone, not just our audience. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. Uh, my first email ever into the show was when you guys were down at spring training. It mentioned dung beetles, and that mm. particular phrase was uttered just as Bill DeWitt walked by. Yeah. I'll be proud of that day until I die. Thanks. That's from KG and O-Town, I guess. Oh, was it? He has the name uh, New Lisp Who Dis, right, Jackson? Am I right on that? It's so it's so weird. Like sometimes you open up the text inbox and it'll come different up with names. Different names. Where's but... Big Racist? I don't know if he oh, came over I, with us from Providence. He didn't. He might <laughs> he be. He didn't transfer he, over. He might be. He seems like more of an AM guy. <laughs> skulking in the shadows with a different name. Ah. Good will be. He was so pissed about that name too. <laughs> he didn't like it. Oh no. He didn't give it to himself. No, no. No. Remember, we had a bunch of people get blocked. From the text line at yeah, 590. There, there was a theory as to who the blocker was. A couple theories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were. There were two, two that were big favorites. Yes. Uh, I do still miss Freddie, though. See, that was. He had a couple of good calls. Yeah, he need, He was going to. He gave. He owes me and Iggy like $300 a piece, I believe. Yeah. Well, he's not going to pay that. I got furloughed <laughs> right before Spready. Oh, is that right? Didn't have internet, so good luck getting that money. Guys, my 24-year-old son was in town, and some of his friends listened to the show. I was somewhat surprised. It's nice when they come by and sleep on the couch that I talked about masturbating on oh. uh, the week before. That's from <laughs> Chairman Steve in Wild. Oh. oh. Well, maybe you shouldn't talk about that. How about that? It's not what your family wants to hear, certainly. Hey, guys, I was liberated and unblocked from the text line and the great switchover from 590. That's from Big Tuft. Oh, nice. Um, well, this is a different number, and I think it's different software as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, the, the, the blocking was probably done by someone not affiliated with TMA, if I had to wager everything I own. The people who got blocked <laughs> at the old station? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's doing the blocking? Well, they probably oh, they probably texted into another show and they were blocked through that. Yeah, my thing. Or they were complaining about the piece by piece destruction and psychological warfare in the newspapers that mm. were going yeah. on with this show. But it was a good time.
it was a fabulous time. Uh, I started listening and then whored out my girlfriend to become an intern. That's from the White Collar Gangster, Doug, and oh, he is married to God. Towney, who right. is an intern on the program. One of our Towny. greatest interns ever. Yeah, she was. Like, oh, she's just great. like a true just yeah. delight. You'll never meet a nicer person. Yeah. And about the first day, we all knew. She's not staying in yeah, this business. No, this business is not for her. Guys, I have no relation to St. Louis. Started listening, looking for local Cardinal talk in 2016. And I'm not sure why I'm still listening. Thanks. That's from Junior the Juice Man. I'd blame your radio. Because it's not us. You say he's not from St. Louis? Yeah. Why are we getting Cardinal information? Maybe he just adopted the club. Maybe he's from a small town around here where... The St. Louis teams are his teams, but he doesn't live here. <laughs> Doug, I think you had, and I think some other people had issues when they were listening to their signal. There was like this hum. Yeah. <laughs> Remember at 590? Uh-huh. It's like a, that a chainsaw is like two forks like rubbing together. Right, and I really thought it was my car. I said, this car is a lemon. I'd like to be a lemming, but I've got a lemon. Must be something wrong with the car. My Never bro- realizing it was the same signal. <laughs> My brother got me on the show, spent the first couple weeks telling me how dumb, telling him how dumb it was, but baby, I'm all in now. That's from Uncle Cucker. Nice. Uh, now, this is breaking news for our Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for June 2023. Doug, you know him as caller Buzz. Oh, sure. And he said, I had a coworker who I didn't talk to come over to me yesterday and said, Hello, Buzz. Oh, we figured it out. My job may be in jeopardy, but I will continue to tell stories about my hole. <laughs> now, how would the co-worker have known? Someone must have ratted him out. Yeah. Somebody narc on Buzz? I, I just don't know. I mean, people... <laughs> yeah, Madison hated it at first, or, like, didn't understand, like... The nipple hair thing, like yes. people come up and hey, let me see that six inch nipple hair, and it's like me and Madison first started dating. It's Strangers like, would walk up and ask that, that question. It's really hard to hold on to a date and a yeah. female when you have a bunch of dudes go, "You yeah, me see that nipple hair?" You so, show them. <laughs> it just shows that you're a star. Yeah, I. I, I did you show them know. the nipple I, hair? I did not. I did not. Were you Madison tempted? said I could, but I did. No. I chose not not to. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You may have a nipple hair problem, but you don't have a penis problem. But many in the Hamptons do, Doug. Uh, Size matters in the Hamptons, not just in real estate. Physicians told the New York Post that the hottest spot for men in the Tony Long Island beach crowd this summer is the doctor's office, where they're demanding penis injections to enhance their below-the-belt assets. The hell, man. Quote, these guys in the Hamptons love to skinny dip at night, and they don't want to come up short, quipped urologist Dr. David Schusterman, founder of New York Urology. There's definitely penis envy out in the Hamptons, he said, referring to the growing number of deep-pocketed male beachgoers who care about the size of their member as much as their mans. Very rarely you get a bone or a hito. Don't say Mance. I read what Jackson puts in the oh, telephone. Come on, Jackson. Oh, this is good stuff. Schusterman said he started to administer the 
Prehapus shot, known as the pea shot, back in 2018 to help combat erectile dysfunction, but noted that a byproduct of the injection is it not only helps with erections, it helps with size. No. It's like a vampire for the penis. Permanent size? <laughs> Jesus. What's that mean? Tiki. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't know what he had. He's just injecting people, and hey, look, it got bigger too. Oh, could you imagine? Do you have to be flaccid, or do you have to actually go in? Doug, hard? when you got your penis injection, <laughs> I you haven't hard? had one. Oh, God, I don't could you know. imagine just like getting it on like the taint, just like, him, like oh, doing, a little, just doing a little mini bat wing and just ah, don't make that sound. I like that. Sound. <laughs> That's the fluid. Oh. I like it when you call me Big Pop, but I didn't think there was anything that could make it bigger. Clip that up. You see, oh, it, Jesus. you see all these ads on Pornhub and guys that look like, look like, they look like a horse. Yeah, dude, they look yeah, I fake. Yeah, I used to be three inches. Look at me now. Put the cream on. Maybe that's a scam on a porn site. You think maybe you visit a come with patio furniture. Yeah, ah. it, well, yeah those look like, like a smash spider. <laughs> these, are va- these are vampire facials, though. Oh, God. Just rub the cream on. You'll get six inches. When is it okay to kiss a guy? <laughs> okay, it isn't. Well, when your hands get bigger, too. Well, I mean, you can make your muscles bigger, for sure. Well, but I say, they say, put this cream on, rub it on, and, and get bigger. Well, when your hands get bigger, too, you're putting the cream on your hands. Hey, let me break it down for you. <laughs> I guess it would depend on blood flow. Right? I know they're fake ads, but still, that'd be the question I would ask. It's called the pee shot, Doug. Well, you're, Everybody uh, in the Hamptons is getting it. I guess your hands can get swollen. What's the deal with it just being in the Hamptons? That's my question. Because well, it makes the article pro- sound a little ritzy. Or probably yeah, right. eight grand an injection. Yeah, you can use the word manse. In I just Tony. want to say hi. They live in a Tony neighborhood. It's on your mind. <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to say hi, that's all. That's it? Okay. Just check in. Good, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. Wave them on in. Yeah, hello. It sounds kind of gay. It says oh, it's they don't want to come up short when they skinny dip with their buddies. <laughs> Nothing gay about that. Don't you think if you have a man, what, you want to you want to make sure your penis is big for your buddies? You want Herb to know you're well hung, Jackson? Well, I mean, I guess you just want everyone to know. Doesn't oh, matter yeah, who. But, but he said they're skinny. The boys like to skinny dip. If you're rich enough to have a mansion on the Hamptons, it probably doesn't matter what else you got going on. Yeah, the girls don't care. They, they... You watch him now on the screen. Pocketbook's big. That's all that matters. A 43-year-old single lawyer with a house in Watermill told the New York Post. He swears by the treatments to prep for his sexy nighttime soirees. Oh, gosh. Quote, you get the pee shot so late nights, you're ready to go. The man said that about 30 minutes before he brings a couple of girls and a guy friend or two back to his private backyard. They're wow. swinging. Wow. That was a sentence that Into his took a private turn. backyard. The rest of us have Sounds public like a backyards. gangbang to me. <laughs> After an evening of carousing, He fires up the home's hot tub remotely from his cell phone for the perfect bubbly backdrop. He said getting the injection swells his confidence when the dealing with the guests begins who conveniently have no bathing attire with them. No. Quote, the injection makes it look bigger. It definitely feels fuller and more plump. Well, that, that's... I want to bang him. Okay, Larry. Plump, it sounds like you're like... You know how they get like a pig ready for like a pig roast? Sure. You know, you put all the pineapple get in him there ready for the, the apple. Uh, just you're prepping up your penis for a big <laughs> parade. I think one of the treatments for ED is, is a shot. Oh, I don't so that, know. That would make you bigger. 
I, Maybe that's all they're talking about here. I think I'd rather have a micro penis. Dr. Oh. Schusterman said injections can lead to an all-around enlargement of more than one and a quarter inches. And in the land of the rich and famous where multi-million dollar real estate abounds, every inch counts. Schusterman says an inch is a large amount, especially if you're looking at a smaller penis. Oh. Jesus. So you're going to keep Shut like... Shut up, <laughs> Schusterman! I'm back. That's what the penis says. <laughs> He made sure to let everybody know that he can <clears throat> he can turn on his hot tub from his cell phone. Did that, that, have, did that have it to be in helped. there? Yeah. The stiff helped. prices for the procedure. <laughs> Topping as much as $10,000 for a series of five shots administered every month or so are still a drop in the bucket for guys with size on the brain. The 30-minute non-surgical procedure isn't painful either and has, quote, no downsides or risks except cost, Dr. Schusterman said. No downsides or risks. Wow. Yep, there it is. It's Boy, his upside. Schusterman, how could it not hurt? He How could a shot down there not hurt? The technology involves using the patient's own blood from his arm to isolate, isolate platelet-rich plasma and then injecting the plasma with a syringe with a tiny needle into the numbed penis. Ah! We oh, take your God. blood, we spin it, and we inject it right back in, Schusterman said. Oh. Your lower extremities yes. <laughs> were compromised. <laughs> Dude is horny as hell. <laughs> the end result increases circulation and stimulates the growth of blood vessels in the penis. You're fuller, and obviously the sex is better. Ugh. You get improvement in sex and in size, said Dr. Schusterman, adding that while guys will see their penis typically shrink in water, that won't happen here because it's already full from the injections. Breast milk. <laughs> That's what he said. Now... I've never been inclined to taste breast milk. <laughs> oh. Oh. He said his booking started to swell in spring, with patients typically beginning their series of injections for optional summer results. Guys want to be fuller in the summer, Schusterman oh, said. Gosh. They have these private backyards, and they bring gals back. That's what hot tubs in the Hamptons are for. They notice other guys may be bigger, and they have size envy. He's now one of the Kennedys? Schusterman is, in, is related to the Kennedys? He's down from Nantucket. Can you throw any more words in this article? The lawyer with the Owen Water Mill admitted, quote, we are all self-conscious about our bodies. Girls get plastic surgery. They get their breasts and butts done. And guys get their pee shots. You're more confident getting naked. It's one less thing to worry about. Doug, that's the lawyer with the home and water mill. Do you know what a size queen is? <laughs> they got the remote control hot tub. The competition is stiffed. Stiff, but we won't shaft you. Oh. Can you throw any more of those in there? <laughs> now, still such dreams of turning heads are not without risk. Contrary to what Schusterman said, a 32-year-old German man recently died from oh. blood poisoning when his lover, an unlicensed practitioner, botched his penis enlargement surgery, which involved injecting silicone. That's a murder. Plastic surgeon Dr. Norman Rayo, who dubs himself the penis doctor, <laughs> told the Post that would never happen with a legit physician. This is your penis. Don't cut corners. <laughs> I agree. Good advice, yeah. I agree. You don't want anyone unlicensed down there. Right, you pay as much as humanly possible. Yeah, imagine where's your license? Imagine letting your wife or girlfriend down there to... Do that procedure? He said he personally has, quote, guys pulling out their gold teeth for another inch, end quote, 
when undergoing his non-surgical penis enlargement injections using, Doug, do you pronounce it Juvederm? Or I don't. Hoofederm. I don't know. Dermal filler. The treatments can cost anywhere from $5,000 to $20,000. I have guys stop in to fill up on their way to their blade choppers before the weekend. Jesus. It's you... like packing your suitcase. You fill your suitcase, you fill your penis. <laughs> oh, what's going on up there in New York? And they're like this little flap underneath where you just like stick a tube and you, you you give it a little fill up like it's like an uh, air mattress i don't think so they pay ten thousand dollars every time to get a boner up to no this is for size no, see, yeah, it's just it, but not permanent mm. are you perma hard bro i had enough money for the things he said well if you're gonna pay <laughs> my hole oh. he named it linda if you're gonna pay ten grand for that, I mean, you'd like it to be permanent, right? And not, I'm coming back in two more days to have this done again. And here's the thing: the skin stretches out for the proper length of the yep. the girth of the mm. the peni. Peni is the correct pronunciation. So when when it if it does if it isn't permanent and it does go back and revert to micro status. Now you're talking about you got like a Sharpe. Yeah. You know, you got like that little scrunched up face, you know, when you're facing it because you got that excess skin. Oh. Yeah, you got an extra you know, large hoodie. Yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, like you, like Jackson said, it's like I'm in an XL hoodie, but I'm really, you small. Uh-huh. You got that wiggle room. Doug, the doctor, Dr. Rose, said your confidence goes through the effing roof. Oh, <laughs> These guys are just cocaine addicts. They're just banging them two at a time, guys, girls. Uh, Schusterman's well, just selling shots. That's all he's doing. Yeah, that was bro. It's a front. That was Dr. Rose. Oh. One of his patients, who is 40 and works in hospitality, gushed to the post about his post-treatment results. Quote, it's been an epic summer, <laughs> said, said the man. This sounds like a frat house, not the Hamptons. <laughs> who spent $9,500 on an injection before hitting the shore at his Bridgehampton share house. Quote, the parties are better. I wear shorter bathing suits. Ugh, Definitely tighter. Please. But I'm not trying to expose my bulge. Still, I'm very single this summer. This is a game changer. It's way different than what it was. Rose Nurse and Master Injector, Rissa Gray Marie. Master Injector is one of the best names. <laughs> so what's that? that? It's a nickname. I mean, can you get better than that? Said the treatment is totally ego-driven. You've got to have the biggest package out there in the hot tub or walking in the locker room at the gym. You want to be the guy with the biggest penis. And that's the end of the article. Ended it on a high note with a lot of cliffhangers. You got a a girl fondling your penis before you get the shot? That ought to get you hard, wouldn't it? That's what I'm saying. Dr. Rissa Marie. Well, it's numb, so they're doing like a stranger mm. technique, which oh, I, yeah. I think is a very pro move, kind of old school. Yep. You don't see that a lot. Clinical. That's what it it's is. True. It's very clinical. Mm. Give me the cat haze, Doug Vaughn. I really don't know you, sir. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's how the Hamptons go. Okay. No. Uh, these guys sound like my doctor. That's from Caller Buzz, Doug. He ran into a doctor issue yeah. himself. Uh, can you even get this shot if you have a custom-fit chastity cage? Doug, thanks. That's from Deke Dotem. There'd have to be holes in the cage. Oh, yeah. Her. You'd really have to... You don't have to weld that in. I just want to know exactly where the shot goes. What part? I assume the base. Oh! See, for me, I, yeah, it, it has to be the base because the sack doesn't... Oh. <laughs> that wouldn't help you. It wouldn't help. Yeah, could you... <laughs> Imagine you getting a couple uh, inches on your sack. Uh, <laughs> Jackson, I see a lot of people with Master Injector as their text name. Who are you giving it to? I think I'm going to give it to Zach's wife, Gummy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, that would make sense. That'd be logical. Yeah. Don't these guys realize that 
if you have a house in the Hamptons, you don't need a big penis. Girls are going to go out with you if you've got a micro wing because you have a house in the Hampton, you have money. I don't think that a lot of these guys own houses in the Hamptons. I think they're splitting what it they with they their boys. from Jersey? <laughs> or yeah. their parents own the house in the Hamptons, and they're right. just using it to their best ability. Yeah, well, the family's got money. Yeah. Guys, are these Brio lip injections but for weans? So are guys just going to be walking around with massive swollen hogs? Thanks, Eric, in the Central West End. <laughs> oh. I mean, there's got to be, one, side effects. Two, it also has to look. If you're getting injections like once a month in that thing, and it is in the shaft. Oh. Uh, oh I mean, shaft. just like other drugs, you're eventually you're going to not be able to find a vein. Oh. You know what I mean? And they call it the main vein, ah. but I get it. Doug, I saw Mr. Licks at Algonquin's locker room plunging a clogged toilet, and he made the comment, is everyone well hung at AGC? That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Oh. Plunging the toilet. That's his job Get there? Up. Oh, could you imagine That'd be the worst having job to ever. plunge the toilet while you're watching people just playing? <laughs> oh. Yeah, could have used that enormity during the... Oh, yeah. Dotum. Oh, you mean the poop pill, 2023 poop pill? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I like how Iggy treats Hampton like he does breast. <laughs> what? I said Hampton. <laughs> Hamptons. 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 I don't have to. You don't have to count out anybody. You don't have to pronunciate everything. Hampton. Hampton. No, the S is the real Hamptons. Add, add the S on the end of it. Hamptons. Oh, there it is. Better. Nice. Love the penis talk. Speaking of ween, I'd love to touch tips with anyone on the dais. Offer stands indefinitely. Doug, that's from the Pope, and he can really roll the rock. Need, didn't need any of that. I kind of want to golf today. How much? Are you going to shave strokes? I'm, I want to. Jackson, uh, Jackson bragged about shooting in, what did you shoot, in 83 or 78? 83. At Ann Breyer on Balloon Party, and you might imagine it was not well received. No. Especially how he, it was so hot and he had to grind through the final four holes. And a lot of the working men who listened to the uh, yeah. program were ready to charge the building. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, it was brutal. It was like 105 degrees out there, and uh, I ran out of gas. But still shot your 78? 83. I shot an 83 at Riverside, so it probably would have been more like a 98 at Amber, probably, probably. something like that. Yeah, but still had a good time. This is red hot on Friday. Lord. Sweet, sweet Kai was with you, Herb was with no. you, and Oatmeal. No, none of those three play golf. So, like uh, a, about a fifth of the country is going through record heat waves. Yeah, it's crazy. I uh, was talking to my boy Denton, um, it, it's just a random dude I was paired with on Riverside, and he just moved here. And I wanted to kind of gauge and see if, you know, he listened to the show or anything. And no. I asked, he asked what eventually what I did, and I told him I was in radio, you know, super lucrative, obviously. Yeah. You know, I, I, made the, I, made the, I made the right, <laughs> made the right choice of life yeah, on a Sunday early morning. Um, and he goes, oh, I didn't know radio programs still existed. He goes, that's your... F-. Existed? And he had one of these, so that's your full-time job. <laughs> one of the, the I mean, it just, and I, the guy was really nice, but, like, the, how he asked it was so demoralizing to my character and my how ego. Was he? <laughs> Probably 25, 26. And he didn't know radio didn't, programs existed? He said I Because they listen to podcasts, Yeah, right? like, he, he's all podcasts it's, all the it's time. It's funny to me when all I talk time. with younger people, I suppose, like, I don't even know when the hell I'm running into anybody because they would have to be in my basement to cross paths, I suppose, on a golf course. And, you know, just over the course of four hours, we'll just BS about careers and, you know, how I got so hot. Mm, yeah. And... 
I'll say, yeah, I, I uh, do a radio show. Um, and by the end of the, sh the round, it, this has happened multiple times, he does a podcast. So they don't say radio show, they say oh. podcast. Ah. That's what it is. Okay. Jackson, wouldn't you think that that is more as a 25-year-old that's more commonplace in the mind of your peers? Every time I see one of my friends, they ask me, how's your podcast doing? Oh, stop it. Oh, that's never, unreal. Ever, I didn't ever say radio show. That's wild. That is, I guess it is. I mean, I'm... Well, here at Hubbard, they call it a podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. they see me, like, sharing clips or stuff from social media, and they just assume... It's a multi-platform show. It's I also a radio show. It's right. I tell I tell them that, and it's like, oh, and, I, and I'll tell them that, and they'll still say it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They so. feel bad for you that it's on the radio. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I explain it, but, yeah, it's all... That's the... The mind is shifted away from radio shows into podcasts, which, I mean, makes sense. That is the direction it's going. Sometimes, like when I explain the show, it's probably easier just to say it's an al it's an alternative radio show. Oh, I like that because like the more I get into explaining, you know, how many people are on it, how long it's been, like you could see the fog. Like they're <laughs> yeah, done. Like yeah, they, they they regret asking. Yeah. They have no idea what you just said, and they're just begging for somebody to distract the conversation they, so they could go on about the day. When people my age ask, I just say it. It's it's a guy talk. You wouldn't be interested in it. <laughs> Very nice promo. <laughs> Thank you, Doug, for getting, the, getting your friends. Well, these are serious-minded people. You know, these are the only people successful I know. people. Do not listen. Yeah, like the doctor's office. So what do you do? I said nothing, really. Retired. At this <laughs> Retired. Point. Hard to yeah. find. The only person I know that actually listens to the radio is my niece, Jessica. And she'll usually text me if she's in the car because my great-niece and great-nephew are in the car, and they're like 7 and 10. Oh, we're listening on the way to school. Please don't oh. talk dirty. Mm. But everybody else see their podcast or they watch it on YouTube. Well, there's only a couple hundred watching on YouTube, right? We better have we better have a bigger audience. Go back and watch oh, there's later. so many people off the fan page and just listen on the podcast. And well, that's that's watching now. A lot of people go back and watch clips or watch the shows um, after the fact. I mean, I don't know how many YouTube shows I watch that aren't live. Um, but I would imagine, as we were talking about it, I think, a couple weeks ago, that the vast majority of people at this point listen on something other than the radio. And I would think that that's probably like 90-plus percent. But it's 100% speculation. But when you talk to people about our app, it really is unreal. Like, we're on HD, too. You know, it, like, when you say that, it sounds like you don't even have an app. Dude, our mm -hmm. app is unbelievable. You can, it's like... TMSTL app, Doug. It's awesome. Like, it's so easy to listen to live. It's so easy to go back and podcast, whether it be, you know, Tim podcast. You know, it's everything's there. And it's very, I love apps that are streamlined, easy to use, Doug. You don't need to look at Google and how to find things on a certain platform. Like, that's, I, bravo, because our app is, uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of positive feedback from new listeners and people who've listened since, you know, the inception. Uh, what's more, Hoosier? Deciding you're going to say words however you want or explaining that approach away with I'm not going to pronunciate everything the way you want. <laughs> what a lime. That's from oh. Arbor Day. Oh. Uh, you, you need to look up the definition of Hoosier. Which I'm trying to find the probably, definition there of There probably isn't a definition for it because it's pretty much whatever you want it to be is a Hoosier. But why is it a Hoosier? Because the way I talk, I'm not, hey, buddy, want to go out and chew some skull, get a bush? Mm. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Hoosiers don't have Vera Wang comforters. I know that much. Very nice. No, they don't. They don't even know what Vera Wang is. No. They don't know what a comforter is. They, 
cover themselves with a shawl. A shawl? Or an afghan. Imagine not knowing what a comforter is. That's a sheltered life. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish I had a Vera Wang comforter. The app is great, except in Ledoux. We get awful cell reception, so it cuts out a lot when I'm going to get Marg's at Ledoux Taco. Thanks, that's from Mr. Licks. Let me guess, you, you aren't allowed cell phone towers in Ledoux. Probably not. They get in the way of the bald eagle nest that you guys have around I think Ledoux there. has a major cell phone tower. Like, uh, you get calls from people, say Ledoux, Missouri. Really? Yeah, well, I've seen that, too. Licks doesn't know anything about Ledoux. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Uh, Larry Nickel does, and he joins us live from Sportsman's Park. Uh, Larry, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's up? Hello, Nixie. Larry, how do you listen to the show? Uh, YouTube. Really? Wow. Nice. Are you watching it right now? No, I'm watching. Uh, well, I can't because if I do that, there's something called feedback. Oh, yeah. Don't mm. school us on feedback. <laughs> but what program are you watching? I hear I hear something in the background. Yeah, what are you watching? Uh, Masterminds. Is that that Brooke? There's a Brooke Burns. Brooke Burke. Yeah. Brooke Burns. Yeah, I like her. Who do you think's prettier, Larry? Brooke Burke or Brooke Burns? Uh, I think they both are. Cute. Yeah, tied for first. I think Brooke Burke's been in Playboy. <laughs> you gave me his answer. Okay. Yes. Is that the dark hair or the blonde hair? Dark hair. She's dark hair. Brooke okay. Burke. I got it at home. I'll bring it in. Doug, uh, he's going to be bringing okay. a Playboy in for his final day at Hubbard Radio. Do you have to bring in your porn? <laughs> I have to go through my five boxes. Yep. It's in there somewhere. Brooke Burke, now 51 bills, Doug. Yeah, yeah she looks great. Yeah, they are 40. No, she looks fantastic. Yeah. So do you, and Larry. By the way, by, and by the way, the Cardinals are coming to a lot, to a lot. Yes, there's a believer, Doug. You expect him to make a playoff push? Yeah. Do you? Okay. Based I on what? Make a, I think they're going to make a playoff push as Central Division champions. Woot! Oh, really? Woot! Yes. It means I'm going to win a lot of money. Uh, Doug, if you want to bet the Cardinals okay. win the National League, put $100 down, you're going to get 8000 at the end of October. Well, that might be worth $100. And then if you want to bet them to win the World Series, sounds like a plan. You're going to get $12,500 on your $100. I like the division bet better than the World Series bet. I put a couple hundred on it at plus 800, I think. And then I threw another hundred on it last week when it got up to plus 2,000. So that's where, uh, Larry, that's where my investment is on the Cardinals, and I'm super bullish on it. That's good, Tim. Thank you. I wasn't impressed. Why do you think the Cardinals are going to make a big comeback, Larry? Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. But I heard from a reliable source that they might get me get rid of a certain management person. Oh, Ali Marmel? So higher up. John Mazalak? Bingo. Oh, you heard that. You and Natty Nate doing a podcast? Yeah. No, that's what I just heard. Okay. Well, we, we Would you, see. if Natty Nate wanted to do a podcast with you, be interested in co-hosting? Oh, that would be so sick. I'd run the board. <laughs> I would. All right. Doug, we got to get this to Natty Nate, happen. and then yeah. we'll, we'll move it up the flagpole to Tommy Madden, and we're going to get this done. Okay. At least it's part of our skeleton. Yeah. How great would that be? Okay, let's do the reason I called in, which was talking about last night. Well, oh, look at Larry okay. get the show right Talk, back on listen. track. He's the point guy, I think. I think he'll run point, but Natty Nate be the... Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, last night, 
That was not just one tag title match. There were two tag title matches last night. The first one was for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. The champions, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez was injured and backstage segment. They used to be a Ripley, but she says she was still able to go defend the titles. But toward the end of the match, Sonya Deville targeted said injury, and Chelsea Green, Natalie Sonya Deville, pinned Liv Morgan. We have new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. But they cheated? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. They targeted the injury on Raquel Rodriguez, which was her knee. Oh, okay. Did you say Cherie Deville? Sonia Deville. Sonny? No, Sonia. Sonia Deville. Yeah. And then the other tag team title match was for the undisputed WWE men's tag team titles, where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defended the titles against the Judgment Days. Dominic Mysterio, who, by the way, is going after the North American Championship tonight on NXT. And Mr. Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. But the winners of the match and still the undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Hmm. So that's big news? Yeah, that is big news. Okay. At least for, at least for the women's tag titles it is. Okay. Anything else happen that we should know about? Not offhand. Okay. I guess we get to the countries. All right. You know, the top five countries top in the world. It would be great to get them. Yes. Number five would be Ecuador. Hmm. Ecuador. Yeah, fun, okay. fun Central American nation. Number four would be New Guinea. New Guinea? Okay. Yeah, I, figured, I figured they'd be like three or four. Number three will be England. Okay. Is that because, is that because of the Open? Yes, because of the U.S. Open. Okay. okay, perfect. Number two will be Canada. Canada. Number one is United States of America. Yes! The United States, home of the British Open. Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Nixie. business, Doug. And you thought New Guinea would get there. Papua New Guinea, is that what it is? Yeah, they, they have great athletics. They do. In Papua New Guinea? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I absolutely no idea. Maybe, maybe cricket? I don't know. Yeah, but if you ever watched Papillon, that's where the prison was. Yeah. Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. I don't think I caught that movie. And that's South America? No, Oceania. It's right by Australia. Think it is? That. It looked like a nice place. They send them there. I mean, there's no escaping because you're surrounded by ocean, but yeah. they get their own little hut. They get to plant their own garden. Grow vegetables. A breaking news here via the uh, the TMASTL app feedback, which you can download, and then you're just communicating with the show with the emails. And Plowhawk, you blocked this? Is that correct? You blocked this feed? I tried to block Father White. I ended up blocking the whole damn program. And I, I can't complain about it either. Yeah, show me how to do that. Uh, Buckeye Girl, because you're upset with Dennis Chard's upholstery. <laughs> Buckeye <laughs> Girl. That one and a few others. but uh, Buckeye Girl. Says only listen via the radio unless Mr. Chad is in the car. Then we app it. That's from Buckeye Girl. Doug, that's from a girl mm, from Ohio. Apparently. Who's Mr. Chad? 
could be their child. Mr. Chad? <laughs> they call their child Mr. Chad. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be sick. Well, they don't want him to hear it, I guess. Very regal. <laughs> it's almost like a dog's <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Chad. Is <laughs> Buckeye Girl the one who was in the orgy? And, no. And, like, that was a unicorn. The Buckeye girl, I think, was a total plant. She just called. It was like call a woman call in and get a hundred bucks. And, yeah, was that right? And, well, I Venmo her a hundred dollars. And some Great. guy had his girlfriend do it, and she probably has never listened to the show before or since. Well, that's mm. worth it, isn't it? One phone call, get a hundred bucks. Absolutely. Right, but then you know you have to, you know, answer some questions. I tried to sneak out and change my voice, and Jackson wouldn't let me on. Nice. Because I, I think that, a that's, bit, that's getting too. close to bit territory. <laughs> he wanted that C note. Yeah. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube, what are you even doing? In the next edition of Meet the Hubbards, I'll be catching up with the great Liv Maddox. Doug, that's from KG and O-Town. Talking it over with Liv Maddox. Okay. Yeah, she went good when she was in. Yeah, she did a show here when Doug was vacationing in the Mediterranean, and she was wonderful. She's big in uh, doing a bunch of social media stuff. She's a Star Wars girl. Oh, is that right? She's She's a wrestling fan, too. And wrestling, you're right. She probably listens to this segment every Tuesday. Oh, God, I would have to think. Uh, I will prison pound that coal mining skank so hard my protein mixed with coal dust will seep out of his nose. Tell the boys in the caves about me, you bitch. Oh. (laughs) The boys in the caves will hear you squeal when I'm gaping you. What's he talking about? You West Virginia piggy. Ah. I think he's talking to Jackson's buddy, sweet, sweet guy. Oh, yeah. And to us. And the, t- and the text below is from sweet, sweet guy. It's really just so perfect. Uh, where, where's the, where's the, the coal dust coming is. from? Is he working the coal mines down there in West Virginia? <laughs> no. I, he's never been 100 yards from a coal mine. He's lived long life. But it doesn't change the fact that he'll get gaped there, I guess. No. Could you imagine, like, a business trip, like, everyone's asking you on the plane, like, what are you going to West Virginia for? So I'm going to gape this guy I never met. Oh. Then I'm out. Yeah, then I'll be right back. Okay. Then I'll be right back. Boy, I'll tell you, this recovering alcoholic, Doug, he's very submissive with some and just super dominant with others. Right. He probably yeah. gets tired of it. Is, I wonder he's how he decides. I wonder how he decides who he's going to, like, try to top and who he'll allow his wife. I just by. don't know. That's a question for him. God almighty. Uh, maybe we can discuss it over a libation at Maggie O'Brien's. I bet Eddie McVeigh oh. would love the conversation. Uh, Maggie O'Brien's in downtown St. Louis. Uh, and in Sunset Hills. Want to go to a Cardinal game and watch this team complete the miraculous comeback and collect your plus $12,500 on the World Series win? Sounds like a plan. Let's park at Maggie O'Brien's and then take the shuttle over to Bush Stadium for $2. How do you do? Why wouldn't you do that? No, I don't know why. Because then you're going to get delicious food and service and fun at Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street. You're going to spend $2 for it and not have to worry about the hassles of parking and the cost of parking near Bush Stadium. And what about when the doggies, the top of the table doggies, are playing? Uh, well, then you can uh, head out and tailgate at Maggie O'Brien's before heading over to City Park, or you can just stay there throughout the game. It is Maggie O'Brien's in downtown St. Louis. Union Station's next to them with the great Eddie McVeigh, and you can get them catering, too. Uh, we've gotten catering for our parties at our house through Maggie O'Brien's, and, of course, the Sunset Hills locations. It's Maggie O'Brien. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Uh, that comes your way in about an hour and 20 minutes. Coming up on Balloon Party, Taylor Twelman will join us to talk about those doggies who are at the top of the table. Buck Swope and Brian Henschen, butt tied for first. Tiger Terry, Kevin Miller, the JV golf coach, 
And do I go through KG and O-Town? All have wins so far in the month of July for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email today. Send yours in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It is the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. And Seth Goldcamp and his staff are online at DesignAirService.com. And I noticed last night, uh, Doug, I was playing outside with the boys. It was relatively temperate for mid-July in Wasn't bad, St. Yeah. Louis. And today, Iggy, I'm seeing a high of nothing above 83 degrees. Yeah, I had it at 81 this morning Not when I bad. checked, so enjoy this one. Yeah, over the next warm week. Up. Oh. It will warm up, but, I mean, it doesn't get above 93 over the next week. Now, the following Thursday, 99 degrees, but the next week looks relatively temperate. Either way, if it's in the 80s or 90s, it doesn't matter. It's going to be hot in your home if your air conditioning isn't working, so go to designairservice.com and do what uh, Doug and myself did, and that is work with Seth Goldcamp and his staff. The name of the company is Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com. There's more breaking news, guys. My wife just dropped one of our kids off at Veta Camp, and she was startled by a guy dropping his own kids off in a leased Honda Odyssey with a 30A sticker, handing out business cards aggressively to all their parents, along with very expired Werenberg Theater movie passes. It's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Huh. Wow. Expired movie passes. Nice. Oh, Lexus. Wow, 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 wow. They ran into Lix. <laughs> Lix is on the moon. There's Veta sports camps, and that's where everybody who goes to 30 A goes? I'm not putting this together. That's what happens. In that Veta complex there at Tesson Ferry in 270? No. That's where it Jeez. is, I think. Yeah, they got sports camps there, soccer camps. Yes. And, yeah. so I didn't know about the expired movie passes that you can pick it's up. It's out there, there by Susan Park. Quail Creek. Well, it's yeah. not that far. It's right out, right about 270. You can see it from 270. I think I p- played Quail Creek. Well, good for you. It was a great course when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, like in high school. Yeah. I, I don't know, I I don't know think if Sorkis still runs that or not. I, I think, think that it's was coming when I back, played. Though. I heard it's coming back. We it's played it. like a it Sunday was, charge? It was yeah. beautiful when we played it. So that's why I was wondering if it was... So I know it got a lot of flack uh, for the condition, but when I played it the beginning of this year, it'd be like April, beginning of summer, it was gorgeous. So I recommend it if you're way out in that area. I'm typically yeah. not out that far, but it's fun. Yeah. Nice little time, Doug. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would golf course. today, but I realized I left the clubs in Madison's van. No, it's a nightmare scenario when it could be like 84 degrees out today. And well, can ball you, striking boy. season. Can't you drop by her workplace and pick them up? I could kind of that gated parking. So I'm gonna need her help on that. Don't know how. Much fun she'd have with that. Oh. Hey, I know you got about five more hours of work. You mind if I get my clubs out of your car so I can go play a quick 18? Oh. Iggy, what is your Doppler show for Thursday? I'll be one of the pores sitting on the exposed lawn for Chris Stapleton. That's from Saucy Jack. Uh, slight chance of rain. Nice. High around 90. That's it? No, that's all he asked for. Okay. So he's okay. Enjoy the lawn, yeah. It is. I... I I think I heard on the way coming in that we may have severe storms this afternoon. You got that on your Doppler? No. No. Oh, nothing to worry about. Nine to noon, it's supposed to hit. Storms between nine and noon today? Oh, really? Is that right? Then it's supposed to hit again late tonight. Well, then maybe it's not ball striking season. I didn't didn't see any rain in my forecast this morning. Is that right? I'm going to pull up the radar. I'm always looking at the radar. 
Uh, there is some precipitate. Oh, yeah, there's a big storm just west of Jefferson City. Yeah, apparently it's supposed yeah, to It'll be stay it. out there. It'll miss us. <laughs> Gonna it's going to kind of hang out. Yeah, it's going to circulate it's like gonna a hurricane. Launched. It's going to skirt it. Oh, yeah, it's a monster storm. Yeah, apparently it's supposed to get hit. And then, yeah, then there's another big storm coming from the uh, northwest. Doug, it's currently over Omaha right now. Okay. Beautiful. Bob Gibson's hometown. It's beautiful Correct. this time of year. That's what I still think of when I hear Omaha. Oh, Bob Gibson. What about Peyton Manning? Tennessee. Omaha, Omaha. Even over Indianapolis. I think Omaha Productions, uh, responsible for, uh, I believe it's called The Quarterback or Quarterback? What the hell is mm-hmm. that showing? Quarterback. Netflix? I'm watching it. Anybody else watching it? No. Uh-huh. Major recommendation for it. Good. It people- follows Kirk Cousins, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Patrick Mahomes behind the scenes. I mean, like at their, at their homes. Um, and obviously, the three of them had certainly different seasons. I don't know how many people even remember Marcus oh. Mariota's season with the Falcons and uh, Kirk Cousins. Vikings always kind of felt like they were playing above their real talent level, and then Mahomes went in the Super Bowl. So I'm enjoying it. It's a really good show, and that is Peyton Manning's company, Omaha Productions, that did it. Huh. Mahomes has so much money, he has probably has multiple dwellings, so now he can say, why don't you come and see Mahomes? Sick. <laughs> Put us on HD1. Just That's not a- HD2 caliber material. <laughs> He just built a sick new home in Kansas City that has a golf, like a par three hole. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw he ripped the drive 325 yards at the ACC this weekend, so that's oh, nice brother. to be able to do that too. It's yeah. almost unfair. These guys are so good at not just their main sport, but everything else too. Yeah, the fact that Steph fun Curry, with genetics, Doug. Yeah. Steph Curry can yeah. be the best yeah. shooter ever and the scratch golfer. It's just mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing. Hand eye coordination. Of, kind of the deal with fast it. Fast twitch. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sum it up. It's just unfair, is all it is. Well, also you forget that these, even though they're uh, not big for their sports, they're still big guys. Mahomes and Curry, they're still what six three or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's elevation too. Because I mean, almost everybody was hitting the ball over three hundred yards. Was that right? I mean, seventeen. Doug Pulp, seventeen. 18, I don't have it. Eighteen is a par five that they're hitting driver, nine iron or wedge. And it plays about 540. So it's usually about 10%. So if you hit it 350, you probably hit it 300 without the elevation. That'd be 325. No, 350. If it, you said what, 10%? Oh, 10, 12%, something like that. So that'd be 35 yards. I'm just left. guessing. It was about 10 to 12%. So mm-hmm. like if you got a shot that's 100 yards in, well, you play it about 90. Okay. There's my All math. Right. Yeah, well, there is a lot to that. Yeah, I used an even number so I could do it better. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, the least Odyssey driver, also sent his kid into the VETA camp with a jar of Jolly Ranchers to raise money for this year's family trip to Trout Lodge. That's from the Horace and Woods Wacko. Yeah. So Mr. Lix's children are raising money for their family vacation with Jolly Ranchers? Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the upsell and markup is on solar Jolly Rancher sales, but it's got to be no more than a nickel, right? Or yeah, a dime? Or a... Think, so. oh, well, they're going to Branson, so it shouldn't cost them much. I don't, I've never heard of Trout Ridge or what is Trout it? Trout Lodge. I think, Trout... wasn't the YMCA on that? It's down there, back of the Ozarks. I think they do, actually. That's perfect. It's right on the lake. Guys, I'm liking quarterback. It needs more Stetson Bennett, though. Weird that Mahomes' house doesn't have a ton of blue stuff on the wall since he's a noted <laughs> blues fan. And the Chiefs are, of course, our town's team. Thanks. That's from Al in 
Dadeville. It only takes six hours to get to the stadium, right? Or how, how long did it take? Four? I haven't seen the show. I, I just didn't. I like star power. Certainly Mahomes is it. Kirk Cousins is it. I, I just, I don't know. I think I wanted more. Um, You're not happy with the Mariota s- selection. I've never, I haven't seen the show. I, I don't like the selection. I don't know how the content. I think, I, th- I mean, I don't know what the thought process was. Maybe Peyton Manning did an interview to discuss it. First off, the guy had to want to do it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I know Brittany Mahomes uh, is very private. So with Mariota, I think what they're trying to show is a guy who probably wasn't going to be able to hold on to his job considering the Falcons drafted Desmond Ritter with a third-round pick, I think. Doug, was he third-round? I don't know the rounds, Tim. Cincinnati. Um, and he was kind of holding on. I mean, while he was a great college player, he's had some ups and downs in the pros. With the Titans, then he was a backup to Carr in Las Vegas, and now with the Falcons, or last year with the Falcons. So... Uh, I think that was the thought process. Then have a guy at the absolute top of his game. But then, you know, you oh. play it back, and if, like, Burrow would have done it, along with Mahomes and Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man, 100%. Then, yeah, so maybe they just didn't want to do it. I don't know. I think also from, like, a storytelling perspective, it's like the superstar, right. the guy kind in the middle, and the guy who's struggling to hold on. Yeah, to you don't want so. the top three quarterback and they're kind of going to be kind of the same storyline but different players in different cities. You want a guy struggling to compete for his job, a guy who's like always bashed. Lines. Yeah. I file more K-1s in a year than Wacko has filed his oh. whole life. That's from Mr. L- Come on. Does it pretty much mean I'm super poor? They don't know what that means. K-1. What's a K-1? You file those for businesses you own. Okay. I'm poor. (laughs) (laughs) I answered that one quick. Oh, Doug, these guys just go go back and forth throughout the program. Oh, we're having a wonderful discussion on Marcus Mariota. But they're extremely wealthy, the people that listen to the show. Extremely. I think Marcus Mariota led to the great Bob Fesco drop of him screaming while doing a live stream. Yeah, the that, which was Chiefs Oh, I was going to say, because I worked with Fesco in 2007. He must have been a soothsayer. No. Which was uh, fake, right? Or I don't know, staged? but it was Mariota threw the ball. It was tipped, and he caught it and do- dove into the end zone to win and beat the Chiefs. And I think he went nuts. I have I mean, I... Are you kidding me? Oh, now, there's there a is. full segment. Yeah, <laughs> that's like one of the clearly fake, and there's a video of it as well. Well, it's got to be fake because you don't know what's going to happen to be filming yourself. Oh, well, he, if you live stream the whole game. Like the whole I did game. with the. Uh, yeah, Jackson game. fans got to watch Jackson react to Missouri taking on Princeton, Doug. Uh, what about when slow death. Pete about died when Kentucky lost? Yeah, we were all at my house. Pete, yeah. He fell over the couch. Oh, he really? looked like he actually. <laughs> We had to check on him. Because Mizzou lost a game. Well, that was the... That's correct. Gangster <laughs> thing, if you remember. Passionate Missouri Oh, was that fan. the BS uh, the, pass interference call off, that should have been offensive pass interference? Correct. I might have died that day, too. Yeah. Pete was struggling. Uh. <laughs> uh, Beer Cat says it is going to rain today. I'm sure the Strode cast missed that. That's from Beer Cats. Well, you were listening, and you know I said I wasn't going to, so don't <laughs> act like you weren't listening, and you're making it a prediction now. Hmm. Especially when you say it is going to rain today. So you heard us oh, talking that. about rain. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the Keisha Gray. So we'll do you think talk. it's going to or not? Eh, no, it's not going to rain. Wow. Really? wow. i got to tell you, if you look at this radar. It, it's almost unmissable. It'll move. Where? Canada. East. He said it's going <laughs> to be right into our neighborhood. East. He said it's going to skirt us. Southeast. All right. I mean, it could, Doug. It could drop down. It could. That'd be great for those of Plowhawk looking to ball strike today. Well, like 
Isn't it more likely to go north of here? A lot of storms go just north of us. Yeah, this, Especially this, winter this, this one, though, is the, the system is moving from the northwest to the southeast, so maybe you know something. This is going to be a huge win for you. Gosh, you are well-versed in <laughs> wind patterns. Any moron can have a ton of K-1s showing they made or lost $50 in a given year being a, quote, entrepreneur involved in many, quote, ventures. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. He's not sold on Mr. Licks and his K-1s. Apparently not. I'd like to have a K-1 or two or three, maybe. I just don't. Uh, Tim, I'll be honest. That sun-kissed skin looks good on you. You're as handsome as ever. That's grimy from Gosh, South this County. This needs to stop. Do I have sun-kissed skin? I mean, I'm, I'm putting on, f like, 30 sunblock when I go out and anywhere. It's not what you say to a gentleman anyway. Yeah, if he wants to let me slide inside. Oh, oh shots. Look at the damn radar, you orange windsock oh. from the Veiled Prophets. Windsock. <laughs> you ever look at the, you ever consult the radar? No, I don't. It's more like feel, just from experience, isn't it? Yeah, and the Doppler. <laughs> you know. Just feel, just, Doug, yeah. Lick your finger and go. 25% yeah. <laughs> chance of rain. Guys, they need to do a Netflix special on old money in St. Louis and have all the heavy hitters from the area, the Orthwines, the Bushes, and don't forget the Warson Woods Wacko and Mr. Licks. We should have it conclude with them finally having their slap and tickle fight over their balance sheets at the front next Starbucks. Doug, that'd be a great Netflix show. Would you watch it? I think it? It would, I wouldn't watch it, no, but it would be a good show for someone. <laughs> someone if it else. rains, Iggy will lose his Weathercast sponsor. That's from the total package. Yeah, it's too late for that. <laughs> They gave it a week. Was it because of inaccurate forecasts? I don't believe so. Because no. they were all right. You've never really missed a forecast, have you? Well, I didn't that week. I'm not sure that's what they're looking for. Maybe they wanted me to mess up. How about this? Iggy is actually right. There may be some rain, but the storm itself is going to miss toward the south of St. Louis. How about that? Huh. This guy's got instincts. He's got science, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, since Lex is most likely the Cardinal Cowboy, I assume he can ride off the stupid hats, boots, Cardinal underoos, and the red and white nipple tassels as work expenses. That's oh. true. I shaved my balls for this, Shara. What about the tinfoil World Series trophy? Yeah. yeah well, what's the point that. exactly of the World Series trophy? <laughs> I understand him just kind of being a, an ambassador of goodwill. Yeah, right. But I, I don't Budsman. get the trophy. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I mean, there's a lot they of questions to be asked. They 11 of them, so you just hold one up. I don't know. K-1s, big deal. Fractional ownership gives you a K-1. How many K-1s do you file showing majority ownership? Okay, we're done. Better yet, we're how done. many states do you file tax returns in? It's from the Warsaw Woods Wacko. This is a rare time where like, listeners are probably begging for a take right now. I think they both are, we're all done with this K-1 topic. Well, how are you going to get invited to uh, the Algonquin Maintenance Day? <laughs> yeah, we're playing up there with yeah. the caddies on Mondays. Yeah, free for all day. Um, <laughs> Charity day. No, I think me and Warsaw Woods Wacko are homies. He understands that maybe the listeners don't want to hear about K-1 talk, but I love Wacko. When you get an OnlyFans account, when you go ahead with that, will you need to file a K-1 on that? Ooh, good question. Oh, I'm going to get... That strikes me as a... Doug, would that be more in the W-9 family? Am I asking Milty, Nick, or am I asking Mark Hanna these types of questions? A I think bit that's of both? probably in the Mark Milton family. Yeah, that's probably Milty. Yep. 
I'll get his assessment on things. Okay. Not the only fans. Can't wait for that conversation K1? next year in 24. <laughs> his licks has K-1s for his pyramid marketing scheme where he probably sells weight loss wraps to middle-aged moms who are trying to regain their confidence after pumping out their soft husband's offspring. Oh. <laughs> Doug, that's from Lance Painter. Was he a lefty? Yes, the... he was. And now he texts into the show. Mm, soft husbands. <laughs> he got everybody with one fell swoop. Oh, God. Go to the bathroom. Well, feel free. Thank you. I have to send K-1s to my partners, you little bitch. I want to see your balance sheet. What's <laughs> he talking about? <laughs> Does this go on on, like, 101 or Casey or The Point? People communicating to us to see each other's balance sheet. <laughs> huh. Does Casey deal with this on WIL? Is I that what goes think. on on these stations? She just deals with so. Plowboy plow dropping ass. <laughs> Somebody was texting in last week that she told a story about women breaking wind. Oh, was, yeah, I saw that. I saw what that. was that? I don't know. She's no sneaky idea. good at uh, Who is that this? sort of content. Casey from Casey? WIL. Yeah. Oh, she's good people. Uh, yeah, I saw something about that, but I didn't, like, dive in and find the segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess we could get this. I can I can hear Iggy's piss through the wall. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm dead uh, serious. With, sound, with sound story, when you aren't talking and you're just listening, like... The, what you just did. Yeah. Just wait till the flush. It sounds like it's just coming oh, right at gosh, you. Gosh, you must have a healthy prostate. Ah, uh, let's hear the whoosh. Uh, you got to file a 1099, or you get a 1099 from OnlyFans. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I would think. Because OnlyFans is the owner of the business, and then those are independent contractors. I get There's now the we flush. Get flush. Yeah. I heard that. I did such a deep. Big time. <laughs> it's such a I deep first had... noise. Like, I thought we had soundproofing in here. Well, there is, but that flush, I mean, that could take it. That could it is take like that an air, a little chihuahua. It's, it's like an airplane flush. Yeah. Gotta watch your colon. <laughs> Guys, I like how Iggy asks, can I go to the bathroom like a third grader at St. Mary Magdalene? <laughs> Iggy, we could hear your urine. And the flush. Yeah, yeah and the sure flush. Could. Unbelievable. Oh. What a moment. Nice stream. Yeah. I remarked I on the that. fact that it appeared your prostate's in decent shape. I bet you didn't talk during my bathroom break. No, we paused. Barely. We paused <laughs> like for a second. Interrupted us. And then I go, oh my God, I can hear your Iggy's urine. Uh, Scott Trinkle Ballsack says, that was a few days ago, Tim. This show is officially leeching into other Hubbard shows and slowly ruining them. Casey on WIL was talking about women farting in public mm. and how they can get by with it because no one would suspect them of doing it. Very topical considering how Plowsy played... Uh, the show yesterday involving him dropping hot scat and then running oh. into Casey on the way out. Oh. Some Scott's wrinkled ball sack. It wasn't running in. It was, there she was. And like I said, like that door, it just created that, like, have you ever been in like an alleyway to where there was no wind and all of a sudden you're oh. about to be blown over? You're just yeah. in that like wind tunnel. That's like what I created. And it's, instead of wind, it's just the musk. The oh. smell. Oh. It's the debris. Scat. Because if oh. you can smell it, you can Great. taste it. Remember, there's oh. a doctor that said that. So like, when you open that, that's actual scat. Like that's, that's actual scat. That is a good like, point, though. Like the if it is a woman, like no one would really suspect. They would suspect 100. the biggest guy in the room. Yeah. Like if you're like six five, two twenty. You did it. Let's get audio of the segment. When was the segment, Scott Sprinkled Balsack? I don't know what they do with the posting of the segments on WIL. Doug, what do they do with the posting of segments on WIL? They probably burned that one. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you would suggest? 
How big of a loser do you have to be to text a radio show about your faux wealth? If life has taught me anything, it's people who have real money generally don't broadcast it to anyone, especially a local HD2 radio show. <laughs> That's from Cock Supreme. Well, that could be true. We don't know. Could be some braggarts out there just challenging others to present their balance statements. Uh, send your emails in and send your balance sheets in, if you would. Uh, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. We'll close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios. <laughs>